Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Kanka. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com. Download our episodes for free on iTunes and SoundCloud. To the bumper. <laughs> on tonight's episode, we're interviewing Melanie Wise. Yeah, Melanie's super cool. She's an accomplished actress and stunt woman. She's been acting professionally for over a decade, and she's just got this really great kick-ass personality, no pun intended. Yeah. She, she's she's very fun, and she's someone who is, is basically really into her craft, into what she's doing. Um, you know, be, being a, a stunt woman, being an actress, being a... Uh, Everything that she she does, she's passionate about. Exactly. Um, she's the founder of the Artemis Film Festival. We got some really great insights to her into what it's like running a film festival. Um, you know, we talked to her a lot about just what it's like being a stunt woman in Hollywood today. Uh, you know, and we even got to hear some of her tidbits from her first sun-kissed commercial she did and the bruises she took. Yeah. So it was definitely a fun interview. She's a hoot. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's talk to uh, Melanie. Melanie, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Awesome. We got to give a shout out to our friend Carolyn, who invited you and introduced us and all that good stuff. So thank you, Carolyn, for introducing us to Melanie. Um, how, how do you know Carolyn? Through Twitter, I assume, as well? Yeah, no, she. Uh, we do a regular uh, Wednesday Women Kick-Ass Twitter party. It's a Twitter chat, and we usually pick some subject... Um, and uh, our theme for the, each party, but she's a regular. Oh, there. that's cool. And when when do those take place? Um, Wednesdays, um, seven p.m. Uh, Pacific. Every every Wednesday night for an hour. Okay. And, uh, yeah, like well, obviously this Wednesday we're doing International Women's Day. So. Okay. Very cool. Anybody can join in on that, or. Yeah. Oh, it's a... We have we have we have a lot of guys. Um, you know, so it's not just for women; it's for everybody. And you know, the 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 men that do come are are just die slapping funny. So we have we have fun. <laughs> That's good. Last, awesome. Yeah. Now the last party we did was on Warrior Women, and somebody I was actually floored by the tweet they tweeted. I was like, I've never had such a cool uh, history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Very so. cool. Yeah. Well, and for our audience, I'll just clarify. So if you want to participate in Melanie's Twitter chat, you just use the hashtag women kick ass, right? That and that's Wednesday night, 7, at eight, uh, 7 p, uh, Pacific time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And we also, um, we actually have a how-to page on Artemis Motion Pictures. Um, there's a big button there that says women kick ass Twitter party. So people can go and uh, actually get some really simple how-tos if they don't know what a Twitter chat is. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I've done a bunch of Twitter chats. I'm the, I'm the Twitter guy. So I've I've done a bunch, but all like geeky, like social media marketing type stuff. Nothing fun in film. So I'm gonna have to come join yours. Oh please, you have you have a standing invitation. <laughs> awesome. So let's backtrack a bit. Uh, before there was Twitter, uh, you know, you were doing some stuff in film, 
And how did you get involved in filmmaking and stunt work and all that type of stuff? Or when did you get involved? Um, oh, wow. Um, I, I started out modeling and that was like a non-starter, which you would think at my height because, um, you know, they say models have to be tall. Well, in Los Angeles, uh, it was the bathing suit industry. So they were all like five feet, nothing models. Um, I eventually ventured into acting and, um, I've always been very physically inclined. So, you know, stunts was kind of a no, no brainer, but one of the first jobs I booked was a Sunkiss commercial <laughs> and, um, they only hired me because I was big enough to tackle a guy. Nice. <laughs> I think I remember I, that commercial. And then, <laughs> and then that leads to stunt work. <laughs> You know, it's funny because it was a non-union commercial shoot. So, you know, basically they give you a contract that's just a day rate, no residuals. There's no bumps for stunt hits. And I was dumb enough not to know mm -hmm. to ask for it because, I mean, there was a um, – it was the way it was directed. It was pretty poorly done. But there was, like, a pile of people jumping into this one thing. But I would wind up on the bottom of it every time we shot a take of it. So, I mean, I was – from one end to the other covered in bruises. But, I mean, it was oh, yeah. fun. I get to spend a day on the beach, and I got paid to tackle a guy. So, come on. There you go. How many takes did they do, just for curiosity's sake? <laughs> oh, of, of that one shot, um, ten. Ten takes, yeah. Ten. That's, that's some abuse. That's that's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was. It also had to be coordinated with something like dropping out of the sky. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty involved. It was a 14-hour day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a full day. That'll that pays the bills though, right? Um, so was that the first project you worked on professionally? Uh, it was probably the most professional, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can say professionals anything you went to the set for and got paid, you know. I mean, but you know, I mean, some people consider low budget filmmaking not very professional, and um, I'm not sure I align well with that sentiment because. I think anytime you have less resources, the thing that you really have to excel at is creative problem solving. So, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I, I was just gonna say, yeah. I think that's where the professionalism does show up. Yeah. Well, go, going from uh, shooting a commercial and getting your butt kicked um, <laughs> in the commercial, how do you now bleed into making films and bleed into uh, the stunt woman aspect of your career? Um, well, pretty much, um, the stunts that I've done, I've done all of my own fight scenes and, and I like, I love fight stunts. They're a pile of fun. Um, I don't get into things like fire burns and high falls and, you know, it's, and it's one of those where I think I consider the stunts that I do to be of the simplest version. So it's like when people call me a stunt woman, I always feel like, well, it's kind of a lie because it's like, I'm not doing like stuff where there's an extraordinary oops factor to it. You know, if I screw up, I might break a bone, you know, but in some stunts, if you screw up, you're dead. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those where, I mean, I have a long athletic history. So, you know, pretending to do a fight scene, it's like a violent, uh, dance, you know, you're mm. choreographing violence. Yeah. And did you have any formal training in that? Like in term, uh, are you trained in the martial arts or have you taken boxing I, or anything like that? Yeah, I, uh, I do have some martial arts training, some boxing training, some stunt training. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but 
you know, it's one of those where I, I do think I actually want to start training on like wire work. So. Oh, cool. Cool. Now that was, For shits and giggles, ahead. what's the craziest stunt you've ever done? Um, in it wasn't crazy. It was just it. It was difficult. Hannah's gift was a film that was shot from the point of view of one of the characters and in real time. So essentially, the whole movie looks like a single ninety-minute cut. And there is a fight scene in it that is, you know, it's a shorter fight scene, but the actual take was like nine minutes long. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was just, it was tough because you, you're not shooting, you know, a lot of times if you're shooting in film, you, you set up angles and you shoot takes and you shoot it from certain directions. So you have cut twos for the thing that we shot there, there's no cut to you huh. have to nail it or not. And so we wound up taking that nine times. And when it was all said and done, um, you know, I had broken two bones. It wasn't anything serious. But, you know, I mean, there's that. Crazy? I don't think I've ever done anything crazy. And I, I wouldn't as a stunt. It would only be something that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Fair well, pre preservation of your own body is obviously paramount no matter what you're doing. Uh, even yeah. in the stunt field industry, you, do, you try to always be as safe as you can uh, in what you're doing and confident in what to make sure that the outcome is positive. So, yeah, and it's one of those where I don't know if I could live with myself if, you know, I was careless and I actually really hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I there was one uh, fight scene I did with a guy and, you know, we obviously choreographed it and, 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 and rehearsed it and on set. I mean, we knew it was going to be a dark set, uh, you know, going in. So we rehearsed this thing, and I go, uh, I have a, um, you know one of those mag flashlights? They're long and heavy and mm -hmm. enough to kill someone. So I'm supposed to swing this thing at him, and the guy stepped into it. And for mm. whatever reason, I, I actually rotated my hand around it so that when it came into his space, my fingers were the closest to him. I actually clocked him in the head. And, but it was, I mean, it was just an extraordinary error. And... You know, when stuff like that happens and you get to walk away from it, you know, go, looking at, wow, I'm so glad nothing bad really happened there, it's really awesome. But it's also one of those where, I mean, simple, simple, simple stuff can cause big, big problems. Of course. And so what goes into the preparation to choreograph a fight scene like that? And how long does it take to prep for a scene, uh, a, a normal fight scene and things like that? It depends on the, the obviously the difficulty level of it. You know, punches and kicks and and you know basic throws aren't. Um, you know, it's not that bad to do. I mean, when we shot our crowdfunding video, we shot short. Excuse me, four short action sequences, and I think our entire shooting time, you know, for uh, choreography <laughs> and shooting was probably maybe twelve hours. Mm -hmm. You know, we, 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 we choreographed and rehearsed on one day. We shot on another. And, you know, when you choreograph, you're not necessarily choreographing on location. So then you've got to kind of make adjustments day of kind of a thing. Yep. But, you know, I mean, it, it depends on the skill level of the people that you have. It also depends on, you know, you really have to play to the strengths of the people that you have. So you, you wouldn't ask someone who's not good at kicks to do a head kick. Yep. It's not going to happen. 
Yeah. Well, Joe's our resident fight choreographer because yes. he's trained in uh, Taekwondo. Um, I have a second degree black belt, and I, I end up being the guy who always ends up choreographing our fight scenes. So <laughs> Yeah, I've dislocated my shoulder in one, mm-hmm. and we did the other fight scene with somebody on the motorcycle, and he had never fought anybody before. Uh-huh. So that was, that was fun, choreographing <laughs> a guy on a motorcycle who'd never fought anybody before. So. I've, I've been clocked in the face by uh, one of the guys who's on Broadway right now. <laughs> he clocked me square in the, square in the face. Yep, wow. that's right. Hey, you take your dings, or you know. <laughs> you do. I mean, part part of doing stunts is you're going to have bumps and bruises, you know. So, and and some people, for some people, that's not a big deal. So, wait, wait, where can we find your your action sequences? Because I want to see. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, if I mean, if you go to our YouTube page, YouTube slash Heckler Kane Creations, um, all, all of our short films are there, and uh, the one with the uh, fight scene is not available yet. That's in Jump. Yeah, um, that'll be coming out soon. And the one where I dislocated my shoulder is actually not available either, now that I think about it. But we can send you a private link. That was for a uh, Skype Shoot the Future contest that we you, did. So, you so can't get anything you can't. that you want. You, you just can't. It's, sorry. We have a black and white silent film available for your viewing called The Picnic. So, so wait a minute. So, so, do I have this right? You guys are the teases in this equation? I think so, there yeah. You, <laughs> you know what we should do? We should just cut together a little bit of fight action scenes from all those things that you can't see anywhere else. That's what we should do. So Thank we'll you do for the that, idea, and Melanie. we'll put that up there. You should you should definitely have like a fight reel. Definitely. Yep, for sure. Yeah, even like if the that. project isn't finished, you know, and just take a snippet of it. See? Yeah. Easy enough to do. Now we have extra content, Joe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always begging for extra content because we do this once a week and I'm always like, I need more. I need, need more, more content. <laughs> yeah, no, since we since we started the festival, I mean our ability to make content has been vastly compromised just because of the time consideration of what it takes to plan and execute a festival. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I miss making content. It's fun. I'm sure. I, also, I mean, I also edit and, and, you know, do sound effects and, and stuff like that. So I also have fun with that too. Sure. And that probably pays the bills, if, right? I mean, other than the... Some, some of it does, yeah. I mean, I, I actually, you know, I, I still train people for a living because okay. um, I'm kind of... Uh, well, I'm really good at injury rehab and fixing weird shit that nobody else can fix. So, cool. It's a good yeah. skill to have. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> it is. You know, it's it's because you know, I'm lucky. I, I bounce really well, but you know, it's like where I've had, you know, I've I've dislocated shoulders, three of them actually, and it's like I generally have myself rehabilitated in lightning fast speed, you know, or you know, I, I heal quick, but I can also make other bodies heal quickly, which is nice. Yeah, very cool. So you just mentioned your film festival. It's called the Artemis Artemis Film Festival. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, yeah. So tell us all about the film festival. How did how did you get? Where did you get the idea from to do this, the Artemis Film Festival? So um, <clears throat> there's actually a team of us. Um, I, I'm called the founder, but I prefer um, what is it? Oh, my my title is professional. Oh, fucking professional picky bitch. That's my title. <laughs> <laughs> So, FPPB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I say for short. Um, and, and I want to put like you know Melanie Wise comma FPPB. You yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so th- there were three of us. Um, all of us have known each other for a lot of years. All of us loved content that was very um, action oriented with female leads, and 
you know, I mean, we just absolutely struggled putting it out in the world. And, you know, it was one of those where we're like, well, hey, man, let's start a festival. You know, which is actually, I should say we were dumb enough to start a festival. I mean, it's a great thing. And I'm, I'm absolutely just, you know, honored that we can do it every year. But it is it's a lot to do. But it's one of those where our first year, I was like, oh, we're going to get laughed out of the park for this idea. And we actually got submissions from 25 different countries. In a two-month submission period, we got over 200 submissions. Awesome. And the vast majority of it, you know, because, I mean, you, you do get certain things that just don't fit the design of the festival. But, but the vast majority of the content that we got was um, stuff that had badass women in it. Yeah. And narrative documentaries. So, you know, we get a lot of sports documentaries. We get um, things about uh, history that, that should be very well known that isn't. Um, obviously, narratives, um, short and feature length. And, you know, some of our most fun stuff is we, you know, we like block together shorts that are certain or that are similarly themed, you know. So we'll have like sci fi, you know, sci fi women or you know, pulp action or something like that. And I mean, they're just absolutely fun, funny, amazing little blocks of screening to watch. So, I mean, we get to see some really cool stuff. Sure. And so the premise of the entire film festival, just so people understand, is it's to feature and to highlight kick-ass women, right? Feature film, women, <laughs> women in feature film roles and, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, no, our our um, literal, uh, like, regulation for the festival is that the film has to feature uh, a female in a leading or co-leading uh, role, either, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a, you know, a physically active action role or as, you know, some type of social activism. So, you yeah. know, we're essentially, and, you know, we don't have distinctions that the films have to be made by women or produced by women. It's just that they on screen, we have to see empowered images of women. What is your selection process like as far as going through? Are you, are you limited or do you accept more than some of the other, other festivals because you're going, okay, well this has a strong woman, this counts on this and you take it in. Well, you, what's interesting is if you look at most festivals, unless they're genre festivals, so like horror festivals or action festivals or, you know, unless they're genre festivals, there's not really a huge number of festivals that these types of films can actually play at because most festivals program documentaries, dramedy, dramas, and comedies. Mm -hmm. That's literally what gets programmed. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, a lot of these films don't have a home or a good home, and they should. Yep. They really should, yeah. Cool. So, and what year? What year is the festival in? How many? How many years have you been doing it? We are running up to our third edition. So, I mean, we're still very young. Um, we've been fan backed every year. So, uh, I think it's fair to say that our fans like us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good um, assumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 been an amazing ride, actually. And and the thing that I have long had the belief for years that women in action is something that popular audiences are into. And here's the thing that is like, that's true the world over because we're getting films from around the world. It's not from just the United States, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, literally around the world, our first year, we got a film from Iran that the guy had done. And I mean, of all places, Iran is here's this one guy making a film about female empowerment. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, so I think that's, 
powerful. Yeah. Are there any uh, films in particular that stand out as favorites of yours? Um, there's always so many. Um, and, and it seems unfair to single them out, but I'm gonna. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. your, your initial statement was a very PC way of saying it. <laughs> but go on, tell us your favorites. No, I'm, I'm not joking. Because, you know, I, I first of all, I'm not a festival goer. I think most of the, it's just, it's absolutely a yawn for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I'm actually really pleased to say that our festival, we program really exciting stuff. I mean, it's action. You know, it's not like you're going to walk in and fall asleep watching it. Mm-hmm. So um, that part of it's really cool. But yeah, I mean, this year in, in uh, among amongst our submissions, we have a, a film short that just won Student Academy Award. It's astounding. It's a period piece that features a, a female race car driver. We've got a, a documentary from Tasmania, of all places, and oh. it chronicles the story of several people. But the the lady who actually like brought the piece together and actually told her story through the events that happened was a woman. But they essentially took down um, a logging company, a billion dollar corporation, and they it took them about eight years. But they finally just absolutely turned them into a small greasy spot. And it was nice to see that. And and those kinds of stories, I think we really need to see. And we have, <coughs> wow, uh, we, 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 we get stuff in all different genres, science fiction, action, horror. Um, you know, we've, we've got, I mean, stuff that you just kind of sit around and giggle watching and you get to be proud of sharing. For sure. So. Yeah. So when does the festival take place? Are submissions still open? And, you know, what is the deadline for that? So people can see maybe they still got a chance. Yeah, no, uh, so our submissions closed uh, okay. December 15th. So okay. for our 2017 edition, we're actually fixing to announce the schedule. So that's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, but for 2007, or 2018, the submissions will open probably around August. And um, But the festival is occurring um, April Thursday, April 20th through Sunday, April 23rd. Our red carpet will be in Beverly Hills and the last three days of the festival will be in Santa Monica. Excellent. Very cool. Um, So I know we had some questions from some folks on Twitter. I I don't know if you're familiar with Mary uh, at BioGeek on Twitter, but she wanted to know uh, what filmmakers inspire you. Um, Actually, I think one of my favorites is Joss Whedon. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he does amazing, amazing action. And, you know, he, from what I've read, you know, like for Avengers and stuff, I mean, he'd written so many female roles in there and they actually fought tooth and nail and he wound up with one character left. In, and, you know, I I don't know. I mean, he, he tells amazing and brilliant stories and he uh, casts, it's not homogenous casting. It's, you know, it's very gender equal um, Firefly yeah, no. is probably a great example of that for Josh okay. Whedon. Firefly. Oh yeah, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I was I was so bummed that they canceled that show. Did you Did you like Serenity? Absolutely. <laughs> great movie, and uh, and obviously the the TV series was was great. It was just unbelievable. Um, and so- like you said, equal equal distribution of women and men being in in strong strong uh, roles was yeah. Great. And, and you know what I really love about it is absolutely, you know, you know, pretty much almost you, well, you can't have every race, but I mean, they, they, they were so multiracially cast mm-hmm. 
Beautiful. I mean, what, I, I always call Firefly a, a Western set in space. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. So do you think, um, are women making more headway in Hollywood and in film these days? I mean, women in film is a big movement these, you know, that people will talk about all the time. Do you think there's being headway being made for women in film? Um, I definitely think things are changing. Um, it's not one of those where I can look at it and go, wow, you know, we've, we've accomplished so much. I think that uh, the cool thing is in t TV is way ahead of film, which I'm very glad about. Um, you know, and, you know, we have a, a kind of snobbery between like the small screen and the big screen. And the bottom line of it is t cable and TV are churning out some really badass female characters. And I think it's awesome. Um, but we have we have a lot, a, a lot of room to make up in terms of film. It just we aren't anywhere near where we need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I I just actually got to chime in on an article that was about sexism in Hollywood um, not very long ago, and it was there was you know they included some quotes that I said, and then when the article tipped out, I read the other three ladies that they included, and the stories that they wrote are you know because. You know, one lady, you know, talked about um, the fact that, you know, I mean, she was literally physically intimidated. She wasn't assaulted. Um, she was accused for having said something that she didn't say. And then they followed it up with, you know, four guys tracking her down to her car while she was leaving. Wow. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of room or a lot of room to grow on that front. Sure. You know, and it's, you know, I mean, it's just it's hard. It yep. really is. I have my days of wishing for a set of testicles. <laughs> Some that's okay. Some days Joe wishes he didn't have any. So uh. <laughs> Joe, can I, I, hey Joe, can I rent yours? Yeah. <laughs> we'll lease them. <laughs> do they get a, do they get the day rate? The, like, can they get a sag rate or? <laughs> 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 There was my comedic moment for the evening. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That is the quote of the night. <laughs> Can Joe's testicles get a sag rate? <laughs> is it sag or is it sack? <laughs> Either or. Either or. I mean, you're just tomato, yeah. tomato. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, you know, I, I definitely contend towards the crude. So. No, it's all good. Um, but Melanie, thanks so much for coming out and joining us on the Imperfect Podcast. We're really happy to have you. We wish you a lot of luck in the future. Um, can't wait to see all the news and the films that are being featured at, at Artemis and see what else comes from you. Um, what, is in the, what is in store for the future for you other than the festival? Do you have anything being produced right now or in the works? Um. Now, what I, honestly for myself, it's like I, I'm really trying to get a better sense of balance so that you know get either get back to content making or just have another area of life to put my energy into because it's like it's it's a bit much, and it's a good much. It's just a lot. Um, I, I really would like to see our whole team focus on making content. We've got some great ideas, but the other, the other part of the thing is is that we've been working really 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 hard behind the scenes and. I mean, some of the things that we are working to germinate, I think, could really make a dent and a difference. And, you know, fingers crossed we can actually get those things out into the world. Awesome. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have we have we have uh, 
uh, more honoree announcements to make for this year. But after that, it's like, I have so much on my plate. I'm, I'm trying not to plan too much, but have the idea that I need to start looking at having a greater sense of balance. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You have some great honorees this year, right? I mean, do they all attend the festival as well? Um, actually, uh, sometimes they do. And, um, you know, and we're not done for this year. We're not done announcing honorees, but yeah, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. Michelle Nichols, the original Lieutenant Uhura, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then, and, and the stunt people that, that are, we always have every year, just absolutely legendary, Andy Armstrong, Jennifer Caputo, Tammy Beard. And we've got probably another five announcements coming down the pipeline that are incredibly exciting. How did you <laughs> land Tom Cruise? That's awesome. Dude, I almost fucking fell over. Yeah. We, we, okay. So one of the founders of the festival has been chasing his da- ass down for three years. And finally they responded back to us this year and, and they said, yes. And I was like, cause I was, I was bitching at both Sean and Zach. I was like, stop asking fucking honorees, you know? And, and they said, okay. And then like two months later, Zach comes back to me. He's like, you know, before you asked me to stop asking honorees, I sent out a note to this guy. You probably heard of them. You know, but but they're interested in him being a 2017, and he goes, it's Tom Cruise. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, running a festival has to be, like, the ultimate administrative nightmare, like, in coordination and organization. That's what I'm yes. imagining. Yes, and filmmakers are, like, herding fucking cats. <laughs> there, that might be the quotable moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's mind-numbing. I... The amount of people that, that make a film and they don't make... They don't make cover art, and then you start asking them for deliverables, and you know it's like I ask for a ProRes file, and I get H.264 all the time. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. that it's like we need DVDs, people, <laughs> or Blu-rays, not DVDs. And yeah. uh, oh, my favorite is is you know and you know the number of films that come in that are region zero. They wow. don't play in a region one DVD player. So yeah, I mean it's it's like I said, it's a lot of work. It's worth it. But it's also one of those where filmmakers really, really, really need to start mastering the business end of what they're doing. Yeah, we hear that a lot, actually. That's the part of the, the film business. I think, you know, they don't get it. You know, you, it's, it's way more um, business than it is film because if you want to be successful, you, you have to. It's only business. Yeah. It is only business. And it's one of those where, you know, people are talking about, like, in Hollywood, is it getting better? It's like it's not – you know, the only thing that's going to talk to Hollywood is the dollars of it. And it's like until we hit a place in time where, you know, we, you know, that the dollars and cents make sense to them, they're not going to do it. And it's like to come to the table uh, and make an independent picture. And then it's like you are responsible for marketing that until you make a name for yourself and can go out and hire people to do it. Yeah, yep, for sure. Very cool. Excellent. So why don't you tell the good folks where they can find you online and what the best place to look you up is and all that good stuff. Uh, well, uh, for websites, uh, you, you can find us at either ArtemisFilmFestival.com uh, or ArtemisMotionPictures.com. Our crowdfunding website is WomenKickAss.com because I couldn't help myself. I had to have that domain name. <laughs> uh, and uh, on Twitter, we are um, at uh, Artemis underscore FF. Um, at Artemis Picks. Uh, my Twitter handle is I am Melanie Wise. And um, uh, we are on Instagram as well, Artemis Film Festival. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melanie. We appreciate it. We wish you a lot of success in the future. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much for having me. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.